Hey, Luke here, and I have Mike Kaufman with me with CNS, he's the account manager, and he's gonna tell us a little bit about what's happening that's affecting a lot of truckers who, if you go through Connecticut, this is gonna affect you, and it's starting January 1st, so Mike, welcome, and can you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, absolutely. So Connecticut has a new tax they're imposing on motor carriers, and anyone with a qualified motor vehicle that's traveling in Connecticut. To be a qualified motor vehicle, you're at 26,000 pounds or more, which is important to realize it's not 26,001 or more, like CDL and IRP requirements, 26,000 or more. And you are a class eight to class 13 Federal Highway Administration vehicle. Now that class eight to class 13, as I mentioned, does not match IRP requirements, it's a different thing. So basically, class eight is your four, four or less axles and you're in combination. So the key thing with this tax is you must be in combination. So triaxle dump truck, a heavy, you know, 73, 280 uh, heavy truck, that does not pay this tax. It's only for vehicles 26,000 or more and in combination. It's called a highway use fee. Very similar to New York Hut's highway use tax. They call it something different, of course. It's, point, it's 0 0.175 uh, a mile, that's, that's the rate. So basically 17 and a half cents a mile for an 80,000 pound unit. Again, talking about regular you know, truck tractors. So it's very significant. Um, it's going to be a lot, of, you know, a lot of taxes, a lot of money. It's a monthly filing. So CNS can help get you set up with an account there and you know, we can you know, manage it for you and make sure you're doing your filings. But it's very important um, to be registered with Connecticut. There, there are no trip permits. Uh, I verify with that, that with them. It's a monthly filing for everybody. Um, after a year, after they collect some data, they'll probably adjust it like New York does where you know, you're an annual, monthly, or quarterly filer based on how much you owe. Uh, but as of right now, basically the bottom line is if you got a qualified motor vehicle, which I've mentioned earlier, and you're traveling in Connecticut, even if it's for 50 feet, right? No matter what, even if it's once a year for a couple miles, you have to get the account as of right now and you have to do the filings. $50 late fee for not doing your zero monthly filing if you don't go there, of course, uh, or 10% of tax owed. So let's say you owe thousand bucks, you don't file in time, you're paying a hundred dollar fine a month. Okay, perfect. And I think, you know, this is alongside what you got New York, you got Oregon, Kentucky, uh, New Mexico. Is this a trend that we're going to see potentially happening moving forward? Yes, I think so. I think a lot of states are trying to recoup money that they're losing for, as you know, we had discussed earlier, personally, by electric vehicles, that sort of thing, as well as, you know, if a certain legislation doesn't go their way. So for Connecticut, they wanted to set up uh, tolls for every single major highway just for truckers. And Congress, I believe, shut that down and said, no, you can't do that. But this is their response. Well, hey, we can't get the money that way. Now we're going to have this highway use fee. So I think you're going to you know, see that more and more um, with different states. But yeah, you're correct. There are five big ones right now. New York, Kentucky, Oregon, New Mexico, and now Connecticut is added to that list. And this is important to note, Connecticut is a part of IFTA. So we want to tell me a little bit about that. That's correct. So Connecticut, so unlike Oregon, now Oregon has a weight mile tax of 25 cents a mile. The reason it's so high, which is incredibly high, um, is because they don't participate in IFTA. Now, you still like, let's say you're based in Oregon and you, st and you leave the state. You still have an IFTA account and you file, right? And you file your Oregon miles just like every other state. But Oregon doesn't actually get any money from IFTA. If you'll notice on your IFTA 101, it's always zero for Oregon. They actually call it a weight distance tax. That's why that's so high. Now, Connecticut, it's pretty high. It's like I said, around up to 18 cents you know, a mile pretty close to Oregon, but you're also paying your fuel taxes to Connecticut. They didn't do away with their fuel tax rate. So again, 
just a way for the states to, you know, try to recoup money for you know, infrastructure and whatever else they need. But, it, you know, it is what it is kind of thing. Yeah, and this is something, you know, there's a lot of licensing uh, permits, requirements that uh, truckers have to deal with, taxes. And if it's confusing, if it's complicated, and you just want someone like us at CNS to handle it for you, we have a PSM program where we have our team, we can handle all of this stuff, whether it's a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, and then the annual items as well. Uh, you can check out cnsprotects.com and you know, really just fill out the form below and we'll have one of our team members contact you right away. Um, is there anything that truck drivers can do to fight something like this moving forward if there are other states looking at doing this? Right, well a lot of times, well with things in the federal register they have comment periods, you can make comments. Honestly for stuff like this you can write to, you know, write to state legislators, um, you know, representatives, etc. Disputing it, I mean that's really all you can do um, is, you know, write letters, emails, whatever, you know, contact, you know, whoever uh, from the state. but. You know, once obviously something's rolled out, there's no way to appeal it or try to say you're exempt. One thing I did forget to mention, with these state stuff, right, especially Connecticut, if you don't want to pay as much, it's important you track any bobtail miles. So if you're not, like I mentioned earlier, you're not connected to a trailer, let's say you deliver in, in, in Connecticut and then you're leaving empty. So you're, you know, let's say you do 250 miles in combination, but then you do 250 miles leaving empty. You do not pay the tax when you're bobtailing, when you're a single unit. So it's very important though, if you get an audit and that kind of thing, to keep good records. Um, so then that way, you know, when you file these exempted miles, you don't pay the tax, you can prove, hey, well, this is why I filed those miles and so on and so forth. Obviously other states also have permitted and exempt miles, but we won't get into that, perhaps a different video. But is there a good way to track that? I know obviously ELDs, you might be able to note some of that stuff, but if you don't have an ELD. Yeah, I mean, that would be, honestly, that's an ELD specific thing. You might have to, uh, you know, get with your ELD provider if there's a way for them to, that'd be fairly complicated. Like, like say like your shipping ID, if you have a shipping ID in, but then you're leaving and you change it to M. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not aware of any ELDs that actually are, are going to track that for you, like automatically. But if you reach out to your provider, especially depending on the system, I mean, there may, there, no, there may be a way. ELDs do track toll miles, but for Connecticut, again, the exempt ones aren't toll miles. It's 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 bobtailing. It's on you know not unladen, but bobtailing like your one unit. Yeah, if there's enough pushback to some of these ELD providers, the bigger ones, and there's enough people mentioning, hey, we want this, it is something that can change. I know you know Oregon when there was first being rolled out, there was a lot of different ways that they were trying to nitpick and and figure out how to track certain items, uh, where it's less hands-on for for the drivers themselves, but. Um, yeah, well, I appreciate it. Thanks for letting us Absolutely. know about it. No and again, check out the website, cnsprotects.com. Fill out the form below and give us a call and we'll help you get in compliance. Uh, January 1st is when the Connecticut rule goes into effect and the first filing has to happen by February 28th because of the monthly fees. So uh, That's there correct. you have it. You can register now though. Register early to get it out of the way. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Stay safe out there. Thanks.